Welcome, listeners, to our bonus episode of Avengers Endgame. God, seems like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave. Became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I know I said no more surprises, but I was really hoping to pull off one last one. The world has changed. None of us can go back. All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. All these people die. I keep telling everybody they should move on. Some do, but not us. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. So Avengers Endgame starring... Don't. Just don't. Yeah. Too many people. We'll just leave it at that. The greatest cast ever assembled. Now this, currently at this time, has a rating of 9.1 on IMDb. It is huge. This is what happened to Infinity War. It got the big, big rating right at the start and then it gradually declined a couple of points. I'm very impressed that it has this, what it is now, but I do see it dropping a little bit in the future. I'm just going to throw it out there. Well, it's funny you say that. I was looking at where Infinity War sits now. So where rough, how high did Infinity War get? I believe it, I, I think it got to like number 11, 13, something yeah, like okay. that. Yeah, okay. So it's now at 60, right? Yeah. So it's dropped a lot. Same yeah. with um, Into the Spider-Verse I saw as well has yeah. had That's a dramatic drop. They come out and, and all all the Marvel fanboys are like- And girls. Yes, of course. All the Marvel fan people are like, oh, 10, star, 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, put it on there, bang, 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 And that's what happens. And then after a little bit, like the, maybe the uh, the more casual people eventually go out and see like, yeah. eh, okay, seven, seven, whatever they, whatever they think. Fives. Yeah, whatever. And they drop like that. So for right now, I'm not really holding my head that this is going to stay at this spot. It definitely won't stay where it is now. I saw it debut at what I believe was 13. Okay. Well, yeah, like a like what happened with Infinity War. Let's give it a, you know, six to nine months to a year. We'll see where it goes. But directed by the Russo brothers once again. And obviously, if you listen to this, you know the basic plot of the film. I'm not going to- Do you? I, I don't, <laughs> okay, so let's- So, we're, hold on. We're we going to do a quick spoiler-free review, and then we're, we're most of this is going to be- 
a spoiler episode. We'll give a quick little thoughts of spoiler free at the start, and then we'll move into spoilers because we, we I, will, I don't know how much we can talk about with, before we get into spoilers. Yeah, we'll clearly let everyone know though yes. when we're getting into spoilers. All right, Dean, let's get into our spoiler free portion. What did you think of Avengers Endgame? I really liked it. Okay, really liked it. <laughs> what did you think? I'm about the same. I'm. I'm I really, really enjoyed my time watching this film. I did too. It's a hard film to rate and rank for me. Though. Yes. I I came out of the theatre and my wife was like, what do you think? And I'm like, honestly, I, do, I don't know. Like, it's it's a lot of movie to think about. My, my first instinct was, is it better than Infinity War? That's that's where I went to. Yep. I don't I don't think it is. Okay. I think it's I think it's right there. Like if I I think I have Infinity War at Four for me? I think it's three for me. I think I would put this at five. I think I would have them back to back. I think that Infinity War is a bit more polished for me. I think it it worked more cohesively. It's a much more straightforward film though. Yeah. Like Infinity War is a very standard, here's a villain, this is what the villain wants to do, and the goodies have got to try and fix it. Like it's a very pretty simple story at the end of the day. It's a fantastic movie. Whereas this one is not simple by any any means. You can't watch this movie as like the only Marvel film you've seen. Like, oh yeah. no, you cannot be a casual fan watching this movie. And don't get me wrong, like I feel like we've we've started speaking here like it's not that good of a movie. We're, we're coming like ah, you know, I don't know. I really, really, really enjoyed the film. Like I had a great time in the cinema. I did not get bored at all. I didn't get up from my seat for three hours straight. I was just did you focused. feel did you feel the runtime? No. I think this is a very well three act structure film. You know I bang on about three-act structures. Do you not agree that this is a very solid structure in like three acts? very easy to define three acts, yes. Were you spoiled at all for this movie? None whatsoever. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I've seen some trailers. Yeah, I'd seen a couple. I tried to avoid them, but I copped And the trailers really, they spoil nothing. Trailers were fantastic. Have you seen the trailers since? Yes. Yeah, they really just keep it confined to essentially the first- 20 minutes? Well, really, how much how much advertising for this film do they really need to do? Of course, yeah, exactly. Like, anyone who's going to see it is going to go see it. It's not like someone who's was umming and ahhing, first off, mm. you know, why they're umming and ahhing about seeing this film. And this movie broke the uh, day one box office record. I believe it's going to break the weekend record. It's going to make a billion dollars worldwide in the first weekend. Is it? Yeah. It's get, uh, that was going to get very, very close. Okay. So if it keeps going the way it's going, it's going to be the all-time highest grossing well, film. It's going to well, top Avatar. It made $60 million on its first Thursday. It's unreal. It's, it's crazy. It beat, uh, do you know what it beat? I'm assuming like it's a Pirates of the Caribbean film. Nah, it's uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Star, Star Wars, hey? Yeah, so I, I don't know how much else we can say that isn't spoiler because it really goes, it really hammers hard into spoilers pretty quickly into the film. Yep, yep. There's no mucking around. So just just for the spoiler-free people out there, I would I would give this a four and a half. It's a it's a very it's like it's the lowest of four and a half. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised you went four and a half. It's a it's a it's a very, it's either a strong four or it's a weak four and a half. And, I, and I'd say it's a weak four and a half. I, I don't know. I'd have to see it again. Obviously. Like, I'm, once I'm, I see it again, I can get a better. Definition. I'm seeing it again tomorrow. Oh, are you now? Uh, no, not now. Tomorrow. <laughs> and I am umming and ahhing between two ratings, but it's not four and four and a half. It's four and a half and five. Ah, okay. So you've gone strong five. The strong no, no, no. strong four and a half to yep. five. Yep. Okay. I'm just. Yeah, there are some issues with it, which I'll get into in the spoiler section. But you know, what movie's perfect? Exactly. I don't well, know. Like last <laughs> year, it's it, like last year I didn't give a single movie five stars. I'm sort of like, 
You don't have to give it because you haven't given one in a long time. I know, but like how strict do I want to be on these five-star movies? And then I look back at my five-star list and I look at the lower ones, I'm like, I kind of like it better than that. Do you know what I mean? Like, But do you have to go back and rewatch those ones? Maybe, maybe. Anyway, that's going to do it for the spoiler-free section. So we're going to get into the spoiler section now. So spoiler, spoiler, if you have not seen it. We're going to play the bumper. We'll play the bumper, so just... You know, a couple more seconds we want to hear. We're going to go and spoil the absolute crap out of this film, starting now. After this, there is no turning back. I strongly recommend caution. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm saying it one more time. Spoilers. <laughs> I've given you enough time. Okay, to, they're to good. Turn they're this good. Off. They either, uh, they're either gone or they don't care. All right. What shocked you the most in this film? Thanos dying in the first 10 minutes. That was pretty crazy. Is that your biggest shock? Because for me, honestly, I'm looking at the posters and I didn't see Thanos. I know he's in the background, but it's not like he was front and centre like he was with Infinity War. And I'm looking at it and I'm just like, who, who is the villain of this movie now? Like, I get they're going to try and fix it, but it, it threw me so much. I just could not believe how quickly I love seeing old man farmer Thanos by the way that like, was good that, yeah going and picking his grains or whatever so him wearing like a, a top like a, a normal clothes yeah. and he's just trying to cook his fruit and vegetables whatever he's doing and fucking Thor just cuts his head off if I if I had seen the film and someone said Thanos dies in the first 10 minutes I, I would have been like whoa are you serious when that scene was halfway through it I'm like I don't see how he ends. I don't see how he walks out of this scene. Like, what? How is he going to escape this scene? They've got him dead to rights. What's what? What's going to happen? And once yeah. he says the stones are gone, I kind of expected him to die there. Okay. But yeah, he gets his head cut off. I'm like, it was a semi shot. Like, whoa, okay, it actually has happened. And that's where the route they take. I was quite stunned at the five years later as it comes up. Oh, like, that threw me as well. It was definitely five went into some, years um, later. Some leftover vibes. Oh, I mean, this like. I was almost going to talk about this in non-spoiler, but this movie is so hard into the leftover themes. Like, this movie is depressing. It deals with loss and, like, loss of purpose, loss of identity. They don't know how to keep on living after all these people have died. And I think Captain America did say it best. He's like, they may as well have killed 100% of us if we're not going to try to keep on living. Exactly. I thought that was really touching, and there's a lot of, like, really deep, dark themes that look at, like you know, the individual and what drives us and how we cope with loss and depression, which I, I didn't expect. <laughs> and that's that's for me personally, that's what vaults it quite high for me is this, this theme that isn't really running through a lot of the other Marvel films is this humanity theme and, you know, where do you pick up the pieces from? As well as once they realise that they're going to, you know, go back in time or whatever, they go back to different universes or dimensions or whatever they were doing um, to reverse this. And the question is, do we want to now? Like, we've got our lives happening now if we go back and screw things up and we don't come like with Iron Man perfect example he's got a kid and he's like do I want to go and do this am I happy with where we're at it's it is it holds that you know that question that you would ask yourself if this was to ever happen hmm. and it's obviously different for every character like there's no way Hawkeye's asking that question do we want no. to now but I just my biggest issue is the time travel element you see okay I, I've heard and read a couple of things that people are complaining about that time travel shouldn't work this way time travel is not real okay now and I know I said this in the days of future past patron episode that you know, we can fix time travel by going way back in time and, and ending the issue that you need when they're young. And even um, War Machine says it like strangle baby Thanos when he's a, you know, yeah. when he's, 
or what, uh, someone says it in any response to that. But for me, the whole theory about time travel, it's not real. So you can make up your own rules. So when they said all this stuff, I'm like, I don't care. This is this is this movie's time travel rules, whatever they're doing. I never had an, a question about, oh, if they go back and do this and they come back and something's different. Yeah, but I'm, not sure, I'm not sure that it's stuck to their rules, though. I don't care. I don't care about the time travel rules wow. because time travel I is really, fake. I really would not have expected it to go this way where I'm saying I have an issue with the time travel and you're saying, nope, it's fine. Whatever they want to do, it's fine. Every time travel movie has an issue how with their time you? travel rules. Hey, how good was the somewhere in time reference? Was there a somewhere in time oh, reference? Oh, did you not pick up on, on it? How am I going to pick up on that? I thought for sh- No, they say somewhere in time. Did they? They're listing off like Back to the Future, Terminator, Time After Time, Somewhere in Time. Me and Britt were just like, oh my God, they said it. <laughs> I thought for sure you would have reacted. I didn't hear that. Oh. One thing I did love was the, the whole Back to the Future 2 kind of theme. Oh, huge going Back, back to the Future Going back to the different movies and seeing the... the the, the scenes play out and even the scenes after the stuff that we hadn't seen. Like- and the stuff around it, like yeah. Hulk going down the stairs. Like that's oh, that something that happened in the original Avengers movie timeline that we never saw. Yeah. But you're seeing things from different perspective now. It's It was really hilarious clever. as well. There were some really funny moments. Like when you see Star-Lord singing yep. without the backing track music and these, um, who was it? War, Mach- War Machines, like you see. And here. Nebula just like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? This is, this is our guy. <laughs> There's a lot of Nebula in this oh, film. Oh, she was huge. You could have had this um, as Avengers Nebula. Probably, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> probably a stretch. But, she, like, I did not expect her to be in this movie as much as she was. She's a vital character who yes. initiates the entire third act. Yep. When he came... All right, this is another small issue I have with it. When Thanos and his ship come through to the, back to the future yes. and they bomb the Avengers building. Oh, yeah, they all live. How? How? <laughs> Okay. And this was not a little bomb. I know. Like they did. I thought Ant Man got wiped out. They did like big bombs, and I was like, "Wow, they're all dead!" And then they did more, yeah. even bigger explosions. I'm like, oh, "Holy shit! Are they kill? They can't kill all these people now. Not one person died from that." Yeah, that was. That's all sitting there going, "Really? Surely some people should have got taken out." Because that was a long explosion scene. Yeah. I thought, for what? How did Ant-Man survive? You just see him, he's at like, you know, ground zero impact. You see him like get fly back from the first initial explosion. Makes no sense. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I kind of wish more people died. Really, we lost two people. One of the things that I thought, I think you might, you know, have a little nerdgasm about when everyone came back, like when you got know, the Avengers assemble and everyone rocked up, I just felt the final third of this movie with the big climactic fight, it felt so complicated like there was just there was everyone was there i i had an uh i just i felt it was a bit too clunky for me like i enjoyed it but there was just a lot going on at every at every point and i felt like they could have this is why i kind of like the infinity war action better because every like there's chunks of different places you got you know the fight on the planet the fight on the earth they're all brought down, so you, you can act, you can see what's happening with each individual character. When you get everyone rock up at this moment, and everyone's in every scene, and you got looky, 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 looky. Like I've heard um, comparing this to Ready Player One with the big fight at the end. I'm like, I didn't like that bit in Ready Player One when you got so many things to look at. And I'm sitting there going, Where am I supposed to be looking at? Who am I supposed to be looking at? What's going on here? Yeah, I felt like there was just too many characters now at this point, all at the same time. You know what? There wasn't too many of though. Female superheroes. Am I right? How good is that bit where they all the females just happen to come together 
and band together and, you know, yay feminism. I mean, I... I'm, that was awesome. I'm, I looked at Brit and I was like, you liking this? This is awesome. I'm all for girl power, right? But when... It's just not Captain realistic. Captain Marvel <laughs> is there ready to fly herself through this army of people when she's just flown through a bunch of spaceships, blowing them all up, and then all the other female superheroes or super female heroes even. It's like, we've got your back. She's like, "Ah, oh, thanks. I'm good. Like, <laughs> I can just fly over there. You don't not need to. Don't need. You don't yeah. need to help me. Save your legs, women. Yeah. What do you think of Fat Thor? I mean, really funny, unexpected. Yeah. There's a few unexpected. No, oh, there's a lot unexpected in this movie. Fat Thor was funny. Like, gee, that character's changed, hasn't he? Absolutely. I feel. I wish they didn't keep the Fat Thor throughout the whole thing. Like, maybe when he gets back to the present time, he's got his sword and his hammer. Yeah. He's got his axe, he's got his hammer. When he gets his lightning, maybe because his beard or his beard like his beard braids became up. braided out well, of nowhere. I feel like at that point he should have like become ripped. Be- yeah, become ripped Hulk again. Become ripped Thor again. That's I, that's where I feel that that should have happened. I, I love the whole yeah turning into Fat Thor and Korg's back playing. Oh, that uh, was funny. Fortnite or whatever he's doing. Yeah. I didn't mind having these these characters back like for their little pieces because especially at that point they get their time to shine. Yeah. Black Widow dying was a bit of a shock, to be honest. I was expecting Jeremy Renner to go. Yeah, I was sitting there going, no, Black Widow's getting her own movies. Oh, and then when okay. he's running towards the end and he jumps, it's like, yep, 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 makes sense. But nah, she's yeah, she died. That's that's fine. Like it makes sense, like, especially starting the movie with Hawkeye with his family. It makes yeah. sense that he would finish the movie with his family back. Uh, yeah, I didn't mind that. I just, I mean, really, moving forward, we've got no Iron Man. What do you think of the Iron Man death? I liked it. I feel like he wasn't coming back after this film. I felt like Iron Man and Cap were, were not coming back after this one. I didn't know if both of them were going to die or you're going to get what you got, which is one dying and one basically finishing his life yep. his own way. I liked it. I thought it was very touching. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. How? I don't what know. is wrong with you? I don't know. I just I'm, <laughs> Brit, is, Brit is sobbing next to me, right? And I'm just, I've got like solitary tears just start streaming <laughs> down my face. And then, you know what gets me now, honestly? It's a whole parent stuff that yeah. kills me now. That's what I thought when, I would have got it. When, when there was that hologram of him speaking to yeah. his daughter and he finishes it with, I love you 3,000, I just I just had to spend all my energy to clench up. I'm just like, do not bite sob. Your, bite your teeth. Do <laughs> not sob. <laughs> You're a grown man. I don't know. I just didn't. I I was sitting there going, I feel like I should be crying at this. Man, I was, it was so sad. It was sad. I just, I, I don't know. It just didn't get to me. Like it got to you. Yeah, I love, I loved the Captain America stuff. Oh yeah, going back and becoming old. Yeah, and yeah. that that for me breaks their time travel rules that they set up. But we won't discuss that. But I do love that he went back in time and was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna spend this with. No, let's, let it, let's talk about that time travel thing. What broke it for you? Was it the fact that he returned to that yes, time? Yes, yes. Okay, fair enough. Because I didn't the mind rule, him going the rule back they, in The time. rule they set up was that no matter what you do in the past, you cannot change the present, okay? If you change something in the past, you create a new reality, yeah. okay? So Cap going back in time and and spending his life with Peggy is a new reality, Right, the one they're in is the one where Cap was asleep the whole time, and then wakes up and becomes Captain America in the present. Yeah, for him to show up old in this timeline, I I don't know how it works, and I have read people explaining it or attempting to. I don't buy their explanations either. It doesn't work for me. I but I love think about it. I love the romantic side of it, where he's just like, I've had enough. I've done my bit. Yeah. I need to go and and live this life. And I thought that was 
thought that was great. What do you think of Sam being Captain America? I mean, I'm not huge into this Marvel life, I guess. Well, I, in, I in the comics, Bucky becomes Captain yeah, America. Yeah, so I've read, and I'm like, okay. That makes more sense to me. But Sam he's a is, super soldier. Sam is Falcon. He has no powers. He's not super strong or anything. Exactly. That's why he needs this shield or whatever he's getting, because you know they're doing a, a, a TV show with these two together. Now that you've said that, that does ring a bell, but it wasn't on my mind, no. Okay, because I know that, yeah, there's Bucky and Falcon or the new Cap as a new TV series. You've got... Bucky, the super soldier who's already pretty intense, becoming Captain America, and you got shit Falcon over here who can fly. Like, yeah, that's not Captain really. Captain America is a super soldier. So why? Like that's what I'm saying. How can you have the super soldier in in Bucky being like double super soldier now? He's got his arm. He's got his gun. I guess he's got the shield. What's Falcon got? Wings. Yes. What a mismatch made in heaven. Well, <laughs> they already were. You already had Captain America and Falcon. It, honestly, it didn't bother me. Okay. Yeah. It was just really funny because in the cinema, the people behind us, this girl said, when it cut to Bucky after he's just like, I want you to be Captain America, this girl behind me goes, dude, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laughed out loud. I thought it was the funniest thing. That's good. What about Hulk? Half and half. Yeah, I like it. I thought it was good. I think... let's. I didn't like in Infinity War where he's struggling with the Hulk to come through. Yeah. I, I didn't like that at all. You get this... Stupid stuff where you got to try and get Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner in a war scene. So he puts on the the big Hulkbuster. It's like, nah, this doesn't work for me. Or at least now, like I've heard people say you get the worst of both. I feel like you get the best of both. Yeah. You get funny Mark Ruffalo being super strong and big. It's great. But I like not, it. But he's not angry. That's that's what they're complaining is. He's not like being a nutcase and smashing things up. Good. Yeah. We've seen it. How many times do you have to see Hulk smash? Exactly. It didn't bother me at all. I thought it was hilarious, especially when he goes back to 2012 and he sees himself. That was so funny. He's like, and they're just like, oh, Hulk, you might want to smash something, you know. Uh, he's just like tapping the car. <laughs> and then he sees himself like raging out and he like hides his face in his hands. like, oh, shit. That was great. It was really funny. That's what I love about these MCU films. They do it so well. They balance the humour with these really sad emotional moments. Captain Marvel. I'm not sure if you noticed, but she was actually in this film. What do you think of her? Oh, she was the one with the short hair. Oh, terrible haircut. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Yeah. Was it to distinguish the timelines? I feel like that haircut Was it so they didn't have to do the stupid mohawk on her? Belonged in the 90s more, you know? Well, that's where she's from. That's where she knows her. I don't know. I'd take the mohawk hair over that. I feel like she was in it enough to not be the overpowered superhero that she is. You see her take on Thanos for a couple of seconds at the end. He headbutts her and it's nothing. That it's was great. nothing. That was great. <laughs> if she's there the whole time, there's no there's no movie here. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Definitely a bit of Deus Ex Machina. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Howard Stark. I love oh, that that's, stuff. Yeah, that scene. Okay. Did you like the 70s? It was it was fine. I think it's the more most forgettable part of the movie. I almost teared up at that. Really? No shit. Having... Um, Tony speak to his dad who he just sees as this like really aggressive uh, father figure and sort of he comes to understand him. They're both like at the same age virtually yeah. now. Oh, I really like that. Again, I think that's more me relating to it as a as a parent than anything else. So not only do we get a more emotional and loving Captain America here, we get a more 
self-referencing and a bit more humorous Captain America, especially the fight between Captain America. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. And the whole, I can do this all, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was funny. Yeah, I've, I've heard it, I know. Yeah. Yeah. America's ass. How weird was yeah. How weird was that bit in the elevator where he's like, nah, it's cool, hail Hydra. Oh, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I thought they were going to break out into a fight. Me too. Because it was the exact same Winter Soldier scene. I'm like, yeah. here we go, here we go. And he gives that, hail Hydra. And I'm like, oh, that is so smart. We've already spoken about the first Thanos death. How did you take the second Thanos death? It took a while, didn't it? Like, Tony clicks his fingers, the entire army is wiped out, then you just pause on Thanos. Maybe he did that on purpose so he could see how much he... (laughs) So he could witness what he'd done. He'd lost, making him wipe out immediately. Because obviously with with the snap, Tony is choosing who he wipes out there. This isn't a random one. He has selected these people to go. And maybe he's made it so Thanos goes last so he can witness that he's failed. That's great. And it is a great ending to him sit down and just, like, realise, okay, this is it, I'm about to go. Man, I loved him coming back to the future. Especially as the one who has, from the from the Guardians of the Galaxy Thanos, who hasn't done it yet, but now, like, he has that idea that he is going to do it. Especially when Scarlet Witch rocks up and goes, you don't know what you've done to me. He goes, I don't even know who you are. Oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. That was great. He's like, I don't even know you. <laughs> She's like, you will. That was good. Yeah, I think it was a fitting end for Thanos. But even their reactions when they're in the past and Thanos and Nebula and Gamora are there and they see that, like, he was successful. Yeah. And, like, they just bow down to him. It's like, holy shit. Even when he sees himself get killed, he's like, this is what's going to happen. It's inevitable. What'd you make of Gamora at the end not being with the Guardians? Well, I think they need to do that to create a Guardians of the, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, don't they? I guess. Now that we've got uh, as Guardians of the Galaxy. That was funny. Yeah. Because Thor needs to go and do something now. Well, he's he's one of the Guardians now. Yeah, that's great. Because, yeah, I, you know, I like Ragnarok, but I don't think I need another, you know, Thor, Thor. film. Thor 4. Yeah. Really rolls off the tongue. Say, say that four times. <laughs> four, Thor times? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think overall... I really, really like the film. Yeah. I, I think it's, I, you know, it is it is a great film. Yeah. And I think it could go up on a rewatch. The time travel stuff doesn't bother me. I think it's more to do with the end battle and how just too much of a sensory overload it was for me. So you didn't like the end battle. I, that's that's I your biggest it. weakness of it, the end I battle. Just, yeah, I, I guess so. Wow. I, hang on. I didn't say I didn't like it. Wow. I, I just thought it wasn't the best part of the film. I think it just got to a point where I'm like, oh, okay, they they really. This is this is the big fan servicing moment. Like you've got the. I don't think that was Avengers Assemble, fan. and I think oh, the funeral on. was the biggest fan servicing moment. Every single Avenger, every single hero, whoever was snapped, just comes out and comes out. Did of you the notice time that warp. little shit from Iron Man three in the funeral? I saw the. I saw him in the. Did you not pick up who it was? Well. I was looking ahead, like as as the camera was panning through the people, I'm like, okay, I'm looking ahead to see who's up further, and I saw that guy. I'm like, who is that guy? And I had a bit of time to think about it. I'm like, he must be the must be that kid. I, I just had a quick guess of it, and then surprised, I surprised uh, Nick Fury wasn't in it more. It's good to see Robert Redford, secretary, make an appearance. What do you think of the the CGI face? Like the the de aging was really good in this film. You got um, Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Yeah, yep. Robert Redford obviously had a bit. Uh, of de-aging done to him. I didn't notice that. Didn't you? You just saw Old Man and the Gun recently. Did it look like that there? No, well, it's called Old Man and the Gun. I thought they made... I thought oh, they, they aged, aged him. him. I thought they aged him Re-aged because it him. was... Because it was the Old Man and the Gun. What do you think of the, the CGI? I'm sorry, Robert Redford. You're just too young for this part. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the CGI emaciated uh, Iron Man when he came back right at the start? 
Uh, Did you ever notice? Flawless, no. Nah, I thought it looked really, really good. Yeah. Uh, worked really well. Yeah, that's all I've got to say. Yeah, me much. too. Yeah, oh, no post-credits. We sat there oh, did for you? 15 minutes. Nah, we, we sat there for uh, after they did all the, the credits, like the actual- The signings off. Yeah, and we sat there for like a minute and then the, the usher was like, nah, there's no end credits. Yeah. Didn't go. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks, bloke. We saw it in gold class and everyone stayed. And when it, when it finished and there was nothing, I turned around and the ushers were standing at the back. I was like, you could just you yell out- <laughs> Sorry, just letting you all know, there's no post-credit scene. Everyone would leave. The problem for me is I caught a glimpse of a YouTube video title that said po- Avengers Endgame post-credit scene explained. So I really should go back and watch it because I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're going to be like, so there was a black screen. And, and this signifies the end of Phase 3. Apparently it's not the end of Phase 3 though. It's Far From Home part of it. Yeah. Don't you think that's weird? <laughs> it's like Ant-Man being part of Phase 2. And that was after Age of Ultron. I don't know how these phases work. I don't know. Whatever. I just watch the movies. You do. I do. And I like most of them. Yes. Yeah, I think that's it. I don't think... I've, I'm sure I've got more to say, but... Well, I'm sure we'll do a full breakdown down the track at some point. Well, I don't think this is leaving the top it's 250 not, anytime soon. It's not leaving, so we'll get to it in a year or two. We'll uh, yeah. do a proper I breakdown. I won't be selecting it next time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> All right, thank you, listeners, for checking out this bonus episode. We'll see you soon for Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Thanks, guys.